and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, episode 74 of Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Chacha Morahan. And intern E is with us. He's getting real close to the promotion. We'll let you know when the big day happens, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing this fine evening, Chacha? Good. We have some workplace issues to discuss today. Eric has had unsettled anger management issues um, that he refuses to discuss with his friends. Um, maybe because he doesn't pay us $50 an hour to discuss these issues. Um, but throughout the entire pre-show, Eric has been literally on the edge and angry at us the whole time. Even giving his intern status, sure, I've tolerated it, right? It's his intern status, but I've tolerated it. He's my friend before he was, he was my, was he my intern before he was my friend or was he my friend before he was my intern? Only you can decide that order. I think he was my intern before he was my friend. But then through the process of meeting him in person, we've developed a basically a professional relationship that's separate from our professional relationship. I do feel though, that because of his actions in a professional setting, it's impacting our personal relationship. That being said, I'm happy to be here with everybody. Episode 74, like we teased last week, we will discuss. So last week we discussed uh, NFL win totals for teams. This week we'll discuss our best props and what we think, uh, things are going to happen in terms of both players and teams this week. We might even hear a, a couple of golden nuggets from the angry intern himself. Yeah. Let's see if he actually chimes in. Would you like to share your beautiful angel like voice with the audience? E? Please defend yourself. Once I calm down a little bit, I'll, I'll jump in. <laughs> you see that? Did you hear that? Everybody? Everybody out there just heard the anger in your voice, Eric. It's not anger. Case in point. Your honor. <laughs> your honor, exhibit A. Oh, my God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last week's episode, we went ahead and covered win totals. That's right. We went over under for NFL teams, which bets we liked. Nick, Nick chose some, didn't choose some, but he said these are locks. And then I chose some. Did not say they were locks. I said, I think these are going to hit, but I don't have the balls to take them. I think he said mortal lock. If the co if the court reporter would read back my remarks, you'd see I did not perjure myself. No, I left a pocket stenographer at home. But um, then we did division winners as well. And boy, was I shooting from the hip. I loved me some dogs. I took Chicago in the NFC North. And I took the Jets in what's easy money at plus 2,500 in the AFC. What is that, East? It seems like the White Claws really got to you. Like, that was that was White, that was White Claw. That was that was WCJC that we just saw. I, lo I love the Jets this year. Their I'm gonna, offensive I'm line argue is much that. improved. However, there is one person on the podcast who does not agree. That the Jets will be uh, that the Jets will be winners of the AFC East. I just said last week. I said Buffalo will not win the East. I did not pick a team. You said the Jets at plus twenty five hundred will win the East. Another member of the podcast said, "I need to pick a winner for the AFC East," and you're ridiculous for picking the Jets at twenty five hundred. So, angry intern E, 
Who is your pick to win the AFC East? I'm going to go with the Dolphins, man. First left-handed quarterback to win the division in a while. <laughs> in a while. In a while. Know, wow. What a stat. Now the last one. <laughs> what a stat. First left-handed quarterback to win the division in a while. Yeah. Probably since Vic. All right. So, all right. So, Eric thinks the Dolphins are going to win. I think – so, Eric thinks the Dolphins are going to win. Jermaine, over under – Eight weeks uh, until Tua is not the starting quarterback in the Miami Dolphins. Who's their backup? Uh, Josh Rosen. No, Josh Rosen. Chase uh, Daniels. Is it really Chase? Tommy Maddox. I don't know. I'm just naming. I'm naming all uh, career career I'm, backup quarterbacks. I, I'm taking the over. I don't think Tua gets benched this it's, year. It's Jacoby Brissett. Oh, oh the, the under then. <laughs> Go pack. Jacoby only takes jobs. He never starts his own, though. That's right. <laughs> don't start him. Don't he's like he's like he's the opposite of Fitzpatrick. Don't start him f- to begin the season. Yeah. No, Tua doesn't lose his job. Tua plays well, barring injury, of course. Tua plays all 17. But they don't win. No, they don't win. The Jets win, bro. And that's with and that's with Zach Y equals zero Wilson behind quarterback. Or behind X, behind center. You mean X equals zero or Y? X, X well, sure, whatever the intercept is. <laughs> Damn, Sweet. I recovered. I re- that was that was a pretty good recovery. Uh, no, it was not. Sweet joke, bro. Way to nail it. <laughs> no, this podcast is calling him Zipper Zacky Will because he puts the ball in tight windows, bro. This podcast is not calling him that. Zipper Zacky Will, bro, rolls right off the tongue. And it's exclamatory, and it's like action. Like, he will do it. <laughs> so so for all, the, all, all of you guys listening out there, he made one good throw in preseason when he was rolling out and hit a wide-open wide receiver on a broken play. And now, Jermaine, think, and now, and now, Jermaine, and now Jermaine thinks he's the savior of New York. Dude, he's Joe Namath part two, bro. Oh, I just. Uh, by the way, I just need to mention this, right? We we didn't discuss it in the pre-show, but uh, big shout out to Miguel Miguel Cabrera, the 20th player in MLB history to hit his 500th home run. The old fucking half century mark, bro. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> the half century mark. <laughs> you make it seem like anyone's even gotten like anyone's gotten close to the quarter century mark. <laughs> Uh no, that's the or that's, the, the the sorry the three quarter century mark. Yeah, I mean people have how many have, how many are over seven hundred? It's three. Is it three? Aaron Bonds, Aaron Bonds, and Ruth. Uh, Bonds yeah, Bonds has seven twenty five, right? Yeah, and Aaron he so he beat Aaron who who has seven fifteen, and Aaron beat. The babe. babe who has 705. Right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, is that all right, Eric? Can you look that up? I don't, I'm just kind of spitballing here. How high up is Willie Mays on that list? Uh, I think he has like 650, maybe. Is he number four? No, right? No. But how many did A Rod have? <laughs> <laughs> maybe A Rod had 650. God dang it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be way off on all these. That's how I am on baseball statistics. 
Well, there's so much baseball in the world, bro. So who do you who do you want first? Just give us give us top give us one down. All right, so Barry Bonds seven sixty two. Oh, yeah, wow. I thought he was close to seven seventy five. Yeah, okay. Hank Aaron seven fifty five. Oh, I'm off. Babe Ruth seven fourteen. Oh, okay. Well, at least I got the at least I got the Aaron hit seven fifteen to beat the beat babe. A Rod six ninety six. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> that he couldn't I, hit somebody. Yeah, I was just like you. You would think you just bring A Rod. <laughs> let's bring A Rod back, Mister Three Thousand style, and have him hit four home runs. One hundred percent, bro. Get him on. Like, there's got to be a team that needs to sell tickets. Who's who's butt right now? Bring him to Colorado. Dude, so, you know, we had the we'll, – we'll get back to this home run debate in a second. So there was a big thing in Colorado this year. It was called Boycott the Rockies. <laughs> and a lot of – no, I'm not lying. A lot of Colorado fans wanted to boycott the Rockies because of Dick Monfort, the owner, the trading of Arenado, and halfway through the year at the All-Star break, Boycott the Rockies is dead because the Rockies now have the sixth highest attendance in in the MLB. Isn't that some shit? The Monforts can do everything wrong, and you guys are still so stupid. It's the air up there. You guys just don't think. Not enough air to actually critically think. I've I've talked. I so you know I you know this. We went to Colorado for the All Star game. After the All Star game, I stayed in Colorado. Horrible after, city, by the way. After you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: Denver is not as I remember it. <laughs> I was not a fan. There are a lot of places in Denver, Colorado, where it's either going to be an actual like uh, Connex box or a hipster restaurant. There's three ways it can go: an actual Connex box storing something, a hipster restaurant, or full of hobos just peeing in. <laughs> and until awesome. you walk into that Connex box, you don't know which of the three you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good description of it. It's like the the hot, the driving up there was not pleasant. Like, yeah, I, like getting from point A to point B always felt like enormous, and it was like, oh, you're going four miles, twenty minutes. Yeah, it was so weird. It was so weird. But, hey, I had fun. All right. So, Eric, how many did Willie Mays have? 655? Willie Mays had 660. Albert Pools had 677. Has. Has. Albert Pools has. Chill, bro. We got it. (laughs) So, Pools Pools is number five. I, can I can I ask you guys a question? Why are you guys calling it a century mark when a century is a hundred? Wouldn't it be a millennium mark? Yeah, that's what, what? we meant. Yeah, called it a that, century that's, mark. That's what I meant. Okay, just, just making sure, guys. A thousand, a thousand had, home runs. He had to he had to Google it before he could call us out. That's why. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's exactly what happened. He wasn't <laughs> looking up Willie Mays. He was looking up what you call a thousand. I just I googled it to be sure before I ran my mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Radio yeah. Just to be sure, huh? <laughs> oh, okay, good. That's exactly what I thought. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that was just source checking. Thank you, intern E. <laughs> so, all right. So, top five. One more time is. 
Bonds, Aaron, Ruth, Rodriguez, Pujols, Mays. And Mays is six, obviously. And Miggy is Miggy just became 28, right? 28, yeah. Just became 28, yep. Okay. Hmm. That half millennia mark, bro. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. That's actually... Dude, I felt like Miguel Cabrera sucked for a while, so it's pretty shocking to actually have got that update. I'm like, what? Is that he just hit 500 because he stayed in so long? <laughs> he's um, definitely been in the game for a while, but I don't think he's I don't think he's sucked for a while. Maybe he has. I mean, like we haven't heard about we haven't heard about like prime Miggy since like 2015. So maybe maybe he has not been uh, the best. Well, I just saw Gardner Minshew lose the job. Damn. They need to trade him to Denver. That's a, that's an interesting conversation, too. The Jaguars starting quarterback job. Gardner Minshew is apparently still in the running. Not anymore. He just threw a pick in the end zone. No, I, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about anymore or anything like that. I'm talking like in the beginning. You drafted Trevor Lawrence, you're playing him. I kind of <laughs> Look, I'm with you. You play him because he's obviously better than Gardner Minshew. No disrespect to the stash, but he's obviously better. There's a reason why they drafted Trevor Lawrence number one instead of keeping Minshew. But, man, that offensive line, the way that he was running for his life since – the very beginning of this preseason game and they're not even playing all the top guys for all these teams. It's going to be a long fucking season for Trevor Lawrence. a la uh, David Carr. Oh man. Yeah. He's going to wait. Be- which team David Carr, Texans or David Carr Panthers. <laughs> did he get eaten up on the back? Oh, not, not, he did. Yeah. <laughs> David Carr was the most talented quarterback to have the most unfortunate career ever. He makes Josh Rosen's career look like easy compared to his. That oh, dude. man, that's that's good. The most talented quarterback to have the most unfortunate career ever. It's him, Sam Bradford. Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I don't so I was Josh- thinking I was thinking early Kerry Collins. Early before he took Tennessee, right? Because like, no, yeah, because because no. he went like he went Carolina the to the Giants, and then like didn't really figure it out until like Tennessee. That was, uh, that may have been like the the low grade Coke addiction that he had, but no, I think Jamarcus Russell goes in a uh, conversation with Josh Rosen, just busts. But they weren't. But like it, David Carr was good. No, no. So he said Jamarcus Russell in the chat. Oh, okay. And so I'm putting Jamarcus Russell with Josh Rosen. Yeah, like and 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 like uh what's his name? Leaf. Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Those are busts. Yeah. <laughs> Those are busts. Uh, but Sam Bradford was good. He just had no knees or ligaments. Um left. <laughs> he, yeah. gave, he gave him all to Oklahoma. Well, I think you put Alex what? Smith in this conversation. You've got to right? put Alex Smith. Jeff Garcia, maybe? Uh, his career wasn't marred by injuries or anything. It was just people just kept cutting him for some Alex, reason. Alex Smith is good. I mean, Alex Smith wasn't really marred by injuries. He was just ousted out of two places <laughs> before his time because, you know. He sucked in San Francisco, though. 
No, he he had a career year when when Colin Kaepernick came in, and Colin Kaepernick shit on his career year. Oh, Ooh, Johnny Manziel, that's an interesting. What does he fall under? Because he won the Browns a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, <I'm, laughs> yes, in our virtual Madden franchise, Johnny Manziel won our. Uh, um, I don't know. Is Johnny closer to Jamarcus or closer to David? No. Miller? Nobody, I, I, I for one, I for one never expected Johnny Manziel to be good. The same, he, he just posted this name in the chat, Brady oh, Quinn. Brady, Brady Quinn is the same vein that Jimmy Clausen is. You don't yeah. expect them to be good. Yeah, those are both Notre Dame boys, bro. Notre yeah. Dame doesn't give good quarterbacks. No, yeah, Notre Dame is like Alabama. They just don't give good quarterbacks to the NFL. Great okay. college. They'll give you a bunch of other people, but their quarterbacks never. You know who? Another team that USC. USC always produces quarterbacks, and they're always like, "Oh, he's gonna get drafted real, real high," and then they don't do anything. Yeah, I think Carson Palmer is the best Carson, one of the last twenty five. I would say, yeah, I would say Carson Palmer. I'd say Matt Leinart. He had some good. He had some decent success, but I mean, ultimately, not not a very not a very good career. He lost a job to my high school quarterback, dude. Like, no, he did not, bro. <laughs> no, well, not when he was in high school, though. Yeah, <laughs> let's make that perfectly clear. Yeah, obviously, yes. Obviously. Yeah, he got like really, he was like an NFL. He lost the job to another NFL quarterback. <laughs> yes. The way you made that team is like Matt Liner was so garbage that like a high school guy oh, took over you, his job. Use your noggin. I didn't think I had to walk you from point A to. B. B, use the context of what we're talking about. The pride of Fordham College took Matt Leinart's job. Though. And your high school quarterback was? Oh, his name was John Skelton. Ah, Jesus. Yeah, the pride of Fordham College, dude. Do you remember that I name? Didn't know, I didn't know it was John Skelton. <laughs> so Montana, I would have been more Mont- pleased if you would have said it was John David Booty. <laughs> Montana's from Notre Dame. Montana's. Yes. So that's the la- the last quarterback they produced came out of college in what the eighties. No. When the did 80s? Montana? When did Montana come out of college? Had to have been the seventies. John Elway came out in like eighty four. Oh, so he was like late seventies. Yeah, Elway was part of the eighty four draft. So Montana was back in the seventies. Seventy four to seventy. Montana only played from seventy four to seventy nine. That can't be right. No, that's at Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh, at Notre Dame. I was like, Jesus I was just like, see, Nick, we have to walk you through this. Like, we have to spell it out for you. No, that was his I just want E to talk because he's just talking in the chat. So now it seems like we're crazy because I'm just like, all of a sudden, I'm like, 74 to 79? (laughs) So, yeah, that's essentially 80. But you're right. That's a 70s quarterback. John Elway and Joe Montana played that close to each other? That's more shit. They played within four. They graduated within four years of each other. That's more shocking for me. John Elway was Notre Dame as well. No, he was Stanford. Oh, okay. Stanford produces good quarterbacks. And good running backs. Shout out Toby Gearhart. Christian McCaffrey didn't play for them, did he? He did, yes. Who else played for Stanford just recently? Andrew Luck. Oh, no. Richard Sherman. You you brought up running backs, and now we're talking about just other players in general. 
Uh, you remember who's that kid? Bryce Love. Bryce Love, yeah. Man, I thought he, if he didn't tear his ACL, I thought he was gonna be good. I wonder if he's still on the Washington football team. Uh, so Jermaine, you sent me this earlier. What uh, names were the finalists for the Washington football team? Oh man, do you remember them? Do you still have that pulled up? I could pull it up. It was Commanders, Red Wolves, Presidents, Admirals. I think was one of them. Harambe's was not included, which, <laughs> which which would end all this all this catastrophe. <laughs> oh my god! Because since 2014, it's just gone downhill since we shot Harambe. One dead this gorilla, and we're fucked. Eric, you don't need to raise your hand. This isn't grade school. You can just talk. So they've narrowed it down. The number one option is to keep it as the Washington football team. The number two option is the Washington Armada. The number three options, commanders, brigade, defenders, and then the Red Ho- Washington Red Hogs. Retired the Washington team. Armada. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Washington, D.C. butts into any bo- body of water suitable to house an armada. No, but it's still the fucking bastion of the DOD, so. It, uh, Red Wolves is on there. Red Wolves and Presidents is on there as well. The background from it is it's they're using it because of when uh, George Washington crossed the Delaware River. That's not an armada. I, it's, a small, it's a small amphibious assault force. He prob- That probably was their armada at the time. Are we going to call it the Washington Small Amphibious Assault Force? Because if they name it the Armada, that's instantly what I'm going to call them. No, that's the name of my dick. <laughs> God damn it. It was there. It was just laying Oh, uh, what me. if I hate throwing hanging fucking curveballs? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Fuck. I, I was trying as not a, to as say a, As a pitcher, you got to hate. You got to hate those hanging curveballs <laughs> that just get smashed. Oh, man. So Nick likes the Red Wolves. I like the Commanders. Which one do you like? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep it the Washington football team. I love it, dude. I want them to do it. It's the, cl- it's the most Dan Snyder move, dude. <laughs> it is one. It is 100% the most Dan Snyder move. If Dan just Snyder's for like, him to fuck. put his foot, foot down and just go, no. <laughs> oh, you guys don't like the Redskins. That's fine. Washington football team. <laughs> That's, fine. Like, That's fine. That's fine. You it. want me to like call them what? The football team? They're like, yeah, Dan, the football team. He's like, okay. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> They're like, Dan, we weren't serious. He's like, oh, well, shouldn't have told me to call them the football team. Fuck faces. <laughs> Oh God, dude! It cracks me up. Like that's it's exactly what I think Dad Snyder's thinking, and it's so funny because he said you said that was the front runner, right? Yes. The brigade, the brigade was number two. Armada. Armada was number two, and then the commanders was number three. I like the commanders personally. Who the fuck is Jeff Cotton, and why are we allowing him to catch a touchdown? Did you get angry so he's catching a touchdown? What? Did you just get angry that somebody is catching a touchdown for you? Well, yeah, he's not a Saints player. He's a Jaguars player. Well, oh. I'm, dude, Jameis Winston won the job today. That first quarter he had was electric. You're saying, Tamis, sir, Eric, why are you laughing so much? 
I, I was just reading this article and this this lady's going off saying, why would they even consider anything else with the name red in it? Red wolves and red hogs. It could just be wolves and it could just be hogs. <laughs> I you know what? As much as I hate white outrage, the lady's kind of got a point. <laughs> Are we just choosing red wolves and red hogs because it was redskins? <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 I hate to build up the sandbags in defense here. I have the but, legitimate reason as to <laughs> as to why. All right. So it's easier for them to adopt it with their colors is their whole gimmick. And then if you have red in front of it, their other the logo or the name can flow. No. And no. I'm like, but you're gonna rebrand anyways. Like, what is the No, point? but you don't really need the but but here's the thing about visual You're breaking up, Nick. Yeah, so sorry you froze, buddy. You might have lost them. I think so. Anyways, it's more of Nick's pulpit. Nobody wants to hear that anyway. Well, I mean, it's not like the sh- I've ever seen a blue or an orange bear running across the field. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, is there a red wolf? Can you look that up? If is there, there is. There is yeah. a yeah, real red There are. And so, and there's warthogs are reddish in hue, correct? Oh, bringing back the knowledge from the Denver Zoo. I like it. So I mean, I guess you don't really need it, but uh, you can. Well, use that's red that's what I'm saying. Visualization is a son of a bitch. So if you just put a red wolf on your logo, <laughs> then you could just say the wolves. <laughs> I like red wolves better. I like it better too, but like I'm also gonna play devil's advocate and say she she is going from the white outrage standpoint of like we had red skins. Are we just carrying over the? There is uh, nothing wrong with the color red. As long I know. As it's not I understand. Well, no, unless it's attached to Blake Reynolds at the All-Star game. <laughs> then it becomes a Denver Post hit piece. Dog, they came for the throat, dude. Who knew liberal Denver was going to come after the Who Braves knew? fans like that, bro? Who knew? <laughs> old, old Joe Saunder popping out of trash cans <laughs> at the Denver Post to assault Atlanta Braves fans. Dog, he was hidden in a bush and just popped out waiting for the first Braves fan. First of all, I want to know if what he was doing. Shout out Blake Reynolds, by the way, and his uh, his holding uh, two Coors banquets, getting assaulted at the All-Star game in Colorado. <laughs> this was leaving the game, wasn't it? No, this was this was during the game, like, at a concession stand. Oh. So for those of you who don't know, is that Blake Reynolds – Clad in an Atlanta Braves jersey, blood red, as the Denver Post puts it, uh, was standing there. Was standing. Was standing there in All Star Weekend with his two Coors banquets, waiting for his buddy Josh to get back from the concession stand. When a Denver Post reporter came up to Blake and asked him how he felt about the All Star Game being moved from Atlanta to Denver, uh, pretty aggressively. When Blake answered, uh, not really in the positive, the uh, reporter twisted his words <laughs> to make it seem as if Atlanta Braves fans were even uh, enjoyed, were, were not happy about the move from the All-Star game or uh, the move by the All-Star committee to move it from Atlanta to Denver. <laughs> Did you ever find that video? I never found the video. I think it was just the article. Is there a video out there? If we have a video, we'll post it to the to the socials. Is there is there an article? We should there's, share the article too. No, there's an article because we read it that night. Remember? 
No, I don't remember. That's why we were laughing so much. I remember laughing about it. I didn't know we read the article. Oh, yeah. There was an article because it said, you know, Blake Reynolds clad in blood red (laughs) Atlanta Braves jersey. Well, that's because Blake's racist, though. And then we just went off on the tangent of, like, the reporter came up to Blake and was like, you think racism is real? You think racism is a good thing? And Blake was like, huh? And he's like, so you agree racism is a good thing? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pro-racism. Wait, what? Blake was like, what? (laughs) I'm standing next to him. He's like, do you think there's a ruling class? He's like, do you think there's a ruling class in the South that deserves to hold another human being down? He's like, what? He's like, oh, so you agree that that's the way it should go? I think uh, Blake at one point said, bring back plantations. I think he did. Yeah, I think he said plantations were pretty cool at one point. <laughs> Shout out Blake Reynolds. Getting He's, buried. He loves the architecture of plantations. Is what He's he, like, I, yeah, he was like, I really love a nice plantation home. <laughs> him and uh, who's him and uh, who's the uh, white cooking lady who used to use butter all the time? Who got banned off the Food Network because she said uh, her black because she talked about black servants at a party? <laughs> is this Rachel Ray? No, this isn't Rachel Ray. This is um, oh my god, Eric, help me out. Fat, fat white lady. <laughs> That's so insulting. Fat white Southern lady. <laughs> it's not Julia Child. She's French. I just oh, googled racist food network lady and it brought up Paula Dean, maybe. Paula Dean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google no. never fails. <laughs> That's racist. a shout out to my boy Google. <laughs> racist food network lady. <laughs> Google never fails. <laughs> oh, dude. Google <laughs> remains the internet remains undefeated. Google's the hammer to this, our nails. This was probably 2008, and Google pulled it up in 0.4 seconds. <laughs> they even brag about it. You see, you, when you <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. hit when you hit enter, the first thing you yeah. see is the time it took to yeah. pull up your results. 52 million results, 0.4 seconds, bitch. <laughs> It's actually it's actually uh, less than that. It's like zero 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 like four. Yeah. Unless you unless you have a shitty internet with like Nick, yeah. his his is probably oh, so, point four. So so apparently apparently from the from the non Denver Post subscription that you need to read the article, Eric just pulled it up. The first the first little caption of the article is Blake Reynolds, a native of Augusta, clad in a blood rave Braves jersey, and then it cuts off because the Denver Post is a leech that needs you to have a subscription to read it. I don't like to pay for hit pieces, but I might have to pay for this. So Blake, so Blake, Blake, who now resides in Colorado, cannot run for political office because he has hit pieces written on him <laughs> in the state of Colorado. I have to go back to Georgia where they, uh, so where they funny. can't buy these subscriptions to the Denver Post. <laughs> so funny. He's like one of the nicest people. Ever. Yeah, one of the nicest people in the world. All right, let's get <laughs> let's let's get into these prop bets, E. So let's let's E, you read off here. Here's how we're gonna do it. You read off your best category, E. We'll tell you what we what you or some of your favorite categories, excuse me. We'll tell you, Jermaine and I will tell you who we think the person is to win it and you read off the odds jermaine do you like how that sounds 
Yeah, you guys are going to need a filibuster a little bit. I'm making a cocktail. Oh, all right. We have to filibuster while Jermaine makes a cocktail. We'll have to figure out some way to talk slowly on the podcast. Well, I was going to ask, do you want me to stay away from uh, like AFC champions playoff stuff? Is that no. something we'll do later? Or Okay. No, so we talked about last. So obviously, last week we talked about playoff teams, and or sorry, we talked about win totals. This week we'll talk about playoff prop or team props, including playoffs, and then we'll talk about player props too. But just give us some of your best kind of team props and player props. You don't have to do all of them; just select a couple of them, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, I do want to cover those uh, like AFC, NFC championships and Super Bowls. So you can sprinkle it in, but go ahead and pick the ones that you like the most because we're still going to do the other ones no matter what. Sounds good. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? It seems like Eric is fixing a drink too over there. So oh, we're, we're only waiting on your time. E, oh, yeah, so. that's okay. Well, there's, right. there's so many player props to go through here. Well, let's start. All right, so let's start then. So you know what? I'll you know what? He, you keep looking at player props. I'll be the professional podcaster, and I'll start. <laughs> Jermaine, what do you think for AFC Championship? Uh, the two teams to make the AFC Championship. Yeah, let's go matchup first. I think it's going to be Baltimore Cleveland. God damn it! Another Jacksonville touchdown. A Baltimore an AFC North. AFC Championship, huh? Yes, yes. I love what Baltimore did to address their Pats catching situation. They had some retirements along their offensive line, but addressed it through draft, through people they were already had in development and free agent, and they added to their front line as well. I like what Baltimore does every single year, um, and I'm betting on Lamar Jackson to finally shut people up and win a playoff. Now, I know that's bold, but it's not more bold than picking Cleveland to shut people up and win a playoff game and get to the AFC Championship. I love what both those teams have. I think they're two of the more complete teams in the AFC. Now, don't get me wrong. Kansas City will be there. Uh, The New York Jets will be there, but I don't think they have enough to beat Baltimore and Cleveland. What a what a segue for me, Jermaine, and thank you because I know that you are fifty percent of a professional podcast. I think Baltimore will be there. I, I I agree with you a lot. I think that they identified what they needed in terms of wide receivers other than off injured Hollywood Brown and uh, their offensive line that they need to adjust. Combine that with the play call that they've had from other years and the absolute. Uh, electricity of running back who can throw the ball, throw the ball, Lamar Jackson, and they're going to be a great team. I think in both conferences, you're going to see a battle of heavyweights, number one and number two. I think Baltimore is going to be the number one seed in the AFC. I think this without a doubt. Hell, they might even win 14 games this year. But I think it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think I, I think Kansas Kansas City takes a step back, but I think they are motivated by what happened last year and the fact that one they lost the Super Bowl, 
by getting out coached. Then the guy that who got out coached didn't even get a chance to get a head coaching job. Right? This is now multiple years that we've heard this and this happening. Right? I think that they have done enough to address the issues on both sides of the ball, and they haven't lost that much from Kansas City. It's going to be Kansas City and Baltimore. I'll transition to the NFC Championship game. Hold on. Do you have odds for those? Or? Oh, Nick, you froze, bro. I uh, can't hear you right now. But for AFC Conference champion, uh, plus 250, we have Kansas City Chiefs. And plus 650, we have Baltimore Ravens. And for a team to be number one seed, if Nick is picking the Baltimore Ravens as I am, it's plus 500 for them to be the number one seed. Yeah, you're still kind of breaking up. But um, we didn't exactly pick the winner of those two matchups, but I'm going to go ahead and do what Nick was going to do. I'm going to transition to the NFC um, conference champion. This was pretty fascinating. Um, I said last podcast that I have Tampa Bay playing San Francisco in the uh, in the final, right? So for conference champion, you have Tampa Bay at plus three fifteen, and you have San Francisco at plus five fifty. And I don't know if I want to bet against the Buccaneers, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to ride the Buccaneers again. <laughs> I'm not fading Tom Brady ever. All right, Nick, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I mean, you're you're not going to get any argument from me. <laughs> I think it's going to be Tampa Bay and San Francisco. I think San Francisco is going to have a bounce back year. You and I disagree on how San Francisco is going to get there. Um, but we both agree that San Francisco and Tampa Bay will be in the uh, NFC Championship. And we both agree that you don't bet against Tom Brady. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to the AFC. I have Cleveland and Baltimore, right? I have Cleveland, yeah. they're plus 800 to win the AFC. So then I have Baltimore plus 650 and Kansas City plus 250. I'm not sure if you heard all that. But <laughs> I actually have Cleveland going to the Super Bowl. That's it. I'm riding it. I've got Cleveland plus 800 to the, be the AFC champion this year. It would be, I would love to see Cleveland do that. And, and don't get me wrong. I would love to see him do it. I just don't think they're going to. <laughs> That's why I'm betting it. You're not. They're going to beat the Jets to get to the championship game. And they're going to win the championship game against the Ravens. Your lips to God's ears, my friend. <laughs> All right. So you, so in your, so basically in our Super Bowls, we have Cleveland and Tampa. And I have Baltimore and Tampa. All right. Uh, so, do we dare? Do we dare make the bold prediction? Do we dare make the Sports Illustrated prediction? Cleveland Browns are winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> That's it. I'm letting you know right now. Cleveland Browns are winning the Super Bowl. There's no question of how. It's win. Cleveland Browns plus 1,600 Super Bowl champions. Book it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go since since I can't have that. 
I'm going to go Tampa repeats. Tampa repeats. He doesn't retire after this year. He goes for another year, and then he retires after a third straight Super Bowl. Do you think he three-peats to retire? Wouldn't that be the greatest story? I don't <laughs> think he does. I just want to see the story. I mean, like, you should literally, like, if he gets that, he should just have literally a statue in front of every NFL stadium with just a middle finger up. They should retire the number 12 from every NFL <laughs> From everybody, Jackie Robinson style. <laughs> if he wins a second Super Bowl, they should, reti- they should retire that number. I All think, right, Eric. I think Cleveland faces Tom Brady, the greatest to ever do it, in the Super Bowl, and Cleveland eclipses that hump gets back to the promised land by beating the goat. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always pick stories. <laughs> you got to <laughs> love stories. All right, Eric. So we picked our teams to win the AFC, the NFC championship, and now we picked our Super Bowl winners. Let us hear some of your best player props. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm just going to start with some of the lower level ones. Uh, let's start with a, a defensive uh, rookie of the year. Ooh, I love these. Give us the odds. So, uh, best odds: Michael Parsons plus four fifty, uh, okay. Jamin Davis, Jameen Davis, whatever his name is, plus five hundred. Like that? No, we're going with Jamin Davis. <laughs> Who does Jamin Davis play for? Why did that remind me of the Slug from Futurama? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what Slug you're talking about. I oh my know. god! Uh, Slurms McKenzie from Futurama. <laughs> Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> Oh my god! I gotta watch that episode now. <laughs> what a name! He said he's slurms, <laughs> dude. He's from the Slurm Factory. He's the snail that always parties, bro. That's my new fucking <laughs> slang. I'm gonna just start calling people Slurms. What up, Slurms? Dude, they gotta be cool if you call them Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> they gotta slurms. party nonstop. Yo, Slurms! That's Slurms. <laughs> it's like Fun Bobby from Friends. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, all right, Slurms McKenzie, who does he play? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Who does Jam and Dean play for? Oh, you know who my vote is. <laughs> it's with Jam and Slurms McKenzie Dean. It's Jam and Davis, and he plays for the Washington football team. He's a linebacker. Oh, he's got a fun defense to play on. That's, a, that's an interesting bet. So those are both in the same division. All right, who's next? Uh, Jalen Phillips plus 750. Jalen Phillips. Why does that sound familiar? Is that an LSU cat? No, that's a J. That's a, <laughs> I guess these odds don't really say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, actually, Bravada says that. They said that cat from LSU. <laughs> Anytime you want to talk, you got a mic. He played at UCLA. He's a linebacker for the Dolphins. Okay. All right. And then give us the fourth and we'll, we'll go. We'll just go four deep on these lists. What's the All fourth right. one? Well, Quiddy Pay plus 900. Ooh. I'm going Quiddy Pay, bro. Plus 900. You're not going to beat Slurms McKenzie for me at this point. <laughs> like, even if I wanted to think somebody else was winning. <laughs> What's his name? Jammin Davis? Jammin Davis. Nah, dude. It's Slurms McKenzie. Jamin Davis playing for the Washington Red Wolves, Red Plains, Commander Harambe's football team. 
he's nah. he's winning he's winning defensive rookie of the year. Quiddy pays Quiddy pays the DN that plays for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going him, bro. Oh, by the way, um, such a you know we've done it we've done this the uh, we did this last year. Um, no offensive lineman in the NFL top 100. Uh, no, no offensive lineman in the top 30 players of the NFL top 100 this year. God, dude, it's like Awful. the NFL. It's like NFL players don't understand you don't win without a good offensive line. Awful. <laughs> it's like where's it's like, the love for the hog mollies, bro? Unreal. This is why we had to do the list ourselves last year. Had to do it. All right, Eric, what's the next bet? All right, for this one, I'm just going to let you guys throw it out there because there's a lot of good candidates. Let's go Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, I mean, odds also dictate who we pick, though. Trevor Lawrence, plus 300. Justin Fields, plus five. Trey Lance, plus five. Kyle Pitts, plus a thou. Najee Harris, plus a thou. Zach Wilson, plus a thou. Jamar Chase, 1,200. Mac Jones, 1,200. All right, Devontae. We're good. We're good there. I'm gonna go with uh, Zipper Zacky Will, bro. Plus one thousand. Why is Najee Harris so high? He's running behind an awful line in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Saquon Barkley ran behind an awful offensive line, but dominated. Najee yeah, Harris. Najee was- Harris is not Saquon Barkley. What are you talking about? Google I'm him, talking Nick. about normal stuff. Why are you talking like Jerry Seinfeld? Google him, Nick. Google him, Nick. Google him, Nick. Harris is a bum compared to Saquon. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Um, Najee Harris at plus 1,000 is also sexy. The first first name that came to my mind was Trevor Lawrence. He has such – there's such low expectations for him. It's so unreal. He's the least hyped number one pick I've seen in a while. There's, but but there's, I mean, like, he's – there's such little hype coming. It's because he's been great for so long, right? We we just expect greatness for him. It's it's boring into Mike Ta- Mike Mike Trout territory, but also the Jaguars have been so terrible for so long that if just he wins like six games, I think I took the Jags over. If he wins seven games, he wins Rookie of the Year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Seven games is almost a winning season. So That's seven and nine. I like I like I I I have to pick Trevor Lawrence just because the expectations are so low in Jacksonville. I mean, yeah. uh, you look at you look at the national media; they haven't even said he's going to be QB number one. Yeah, and what's crazy is they're hyping up every time you hear them talk about rookie quarterbacks. It's Mac Jones in in uh, New England. Trey Lance. It's, it's Trey Vance, as Nick likes to call him in San Trey Francisco. Vance Jr. It's Justin Fields in Chicago, you know, and I'm over here. Everybody's forgotten about him already. It's like the number one overall pick is the least talked about quarterback. (laughs) It's so crazy. Uh, Yeah, Zach Wilson we're talking about. I'm taking Zach Wilson, though, at plus 1,000. He's coming in. He's starting right away. I like his offensive line way better. I like some of the speed they have around him at wide receiver. I like the tight end they have for him. And they don't really have – terrific running backs i know they drafted a rookie this year but it's really going to be on him to get the ball moving so i like him so you're taking trevor lawrence mm-hmm. okay all right let's move on to the next one e. uh i think you guys slept on somebody sam ellinger at plus 6600 
He's gonna take that spot because Carson Wentz bummed. Anyway, uh, sixty six hundred. Uh, it's, like, it's like me betting the Jets. <laughs> there's some good candidates. Let's go comeback player of the year. Ooh, my favorite. The Dallas, Alex, Camden. The, the Alex Smith Award. Dak Camden. 200. Joe Burrow plus 650. CMC plus 700. Saquon Ooh. plus 700. Carson wow. the Bum Wentz plus 900. This is a stacked little. Where is he? You haven't given me the odds for my pick yet. Hold on. I'm getting there. Nick Bosa plus 1,000. Julio Jones plus fifteen hundred, and Cam Newton's not even on the list. That's garbage. He's not on the list. Dude. Find a site that'll give you odds on Cam back, on Cam Newton comeback player of the year. He came back last year. How is he coming back this year? Because he's going to come back stronger, better. He's a six million dollar man. <laughs> he's not in this category, son. He's in there. All right, so Nick's not picking this category. Oh uh, man, this is stacked. Saquon Dak. CMC, Bosa. Yeah, he's I mean, not in there, Nick. I can't. Julio Jones is not not going to win it, but Julio Jones is another big name. And he's Winston plus 1,800. Oh, I'm riding my boy. Jameis Winston plus 1,800. Let's go. I, I, I hate to keep choosing the odds on, guys, but why do I feel like such there's such media hate coming out of Dallas? That like Dak's shoulder doesn't feel good. His angle, his ankle isn't recovered. He's not ready for the season. No, they're not saying anything about the ankle. They say the ankle looks great. The concern is with his shoulder because it's because they're prepping Cowboy fans for not. I winning. just saw a report the other day that said his ankle is not recovered from last year. It's not a hundred percent. That's incorrect. Oh. That's incorrect. I'm just letting you know. I that one report is incorrect because people in Dallas camp are saying that it's good to go. Well, yeah, of course, people in Dallas camp are saying it. Well, no, people like in like at the Dallas camp covering them are. Like- I think that da- I think Dak Prescott goes off. I think he has like a I think he has like a forty five hundred yard forty touchdown season. I wish he didn't have this shoulder thing. Because you remember last year before he went down, I had picked him in the offseason to win MVP. You did indeed, and he was well on his way. Very much so through six games. <laughs> to put it up some outrageous numbers. Now, they needed to start winning football games. But, you know, his defense was horrendous, and Zeke kept fumbling. But, man, that kid was, that kid was balling. I would love to see Dak win it. Um, I can't go against my guy Jameis because Jameis is set up in a really good situation. And uh, plus 1,800 is just terrific. <laughs> so... And especially if the Saints make the playoffs. If the Saints make the playoffs with Jameis Winston, like and he does and he throws for five thousand again, and he throws for thirty five touchdowns, but this time he throws fourteen interceptions. <laughs> Maybe he throws for forty touchdowns and fifteen interceptions. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not thirty interceptions. I'm going Jameis Winston. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, so we're going to go most passing touchdowns. Uh, Patrick Mahomes plus 300. Tom Blady plus 550. Who's Tom Blady? Aaron Rodgers plus 600. Josh Allen plus 900. Russ plus 1,000. Dak plus 1,200. Is there is Ryan Tannehill on that list? <laughs> See last point. I'm choosing Dak. Ryan Tannehill plus 2,200. Oh, it's a little steep. 
I think I like Aaron Rodgers to win this one. He was going to be my second pick. I think I like Aaron Rodgers. I love I love the Dak pick as well, but I'm staying. Aaron, away. Aaron, Aaron, just to show out, just well, to he- show out to prove people wrong. Well, so a lot of people don't remember, but they signed Devin Funches the last year, but he opted out. And Devin, Devin Funches and Devin Funches has been balling this preseason for them, dude. Him and Aaron Rodgers have chemistry already. Devin Funches, yeah, dude. You mean the wide receiver that that did great for Carolina, who they just shucked to the side? No, that's Steve Smith. Listen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't need that fucking sass. All right, <laughs> that one stung. He's, he, he's he was quiet. His his positive demeanor changed. <laughs> that one hurt a little bit. All right, <laughs> all right. I'm What's man the, enough to admit that one hurt. What's you almost next, got a tear out of me. What's the next category? Uh, passing yards. Patrick Mahomes fun plus three fifty. Dak plus 600, Brady plus 650, Allen plus 850, Stafford plus 1,000, Herbert plus 1,200. If there's anybody you want, let me know the odds. I'll tell you. Let me get Ryan I don't, Tannehill again. I don't know why, but Matt Stafford just jumped out to me. Me too, dude. I plus 1,000? <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. Matt Stafford not winning the passing touchdowns makes sense because when they get into the red zone, the Rams are number one in the league in red zone rushes. So as they should be, as you should, yeah, as you you run the football when you're that close. But Matt Stafford having the most passing yards makes a ton of sense. When has he had this wide receiver core? Well, I mean, he's had some pretty good ones. He's just never thrown for a hell of a lot of yards. He's always thrown for a lot. Yeah. I I have two questions for you, Eric. Can you give me Ryan Tannehill and Jameis Winston's odds? Plus 2,800 for Tannehill. Winston is someone. This is plus 5,000. I mean, that one's just that one's just fun. That Jameis Winston's a flyer. So, all right. I mean, how can you – okay, first of all, how can you not take a dude that has literally aired the ball out his entire career and not and not love him in an offense where the coach wants him to air the ball out? Yeah. It, here's the thing. When he threw for 30 interceptions, he had the most passing yards in the league. Yeah. He wow. had 5,000 passing yards. I love Jameis Winston at plus 5,000. I like that looking, too, actually. I really like that. If you're looking for a realistic bet, right, Matt Stafford at, at plus 1,000 is fantastic as well. And I love Ryan Tannehill at plus 2,800. He has A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Just two people he can give it to him, and they're going to get him a lot of yards. I know they lost John Smith, but Anthony Ferkser is a name to keep an eye on from the tight end position. He always seemed to turn his head in some of those games and make huge plays for them. He has a clear line towards being the starting tight end for Tennessee. And, you know, Derrick Henry's going to guarantee moving the chains. Ryan Tannehill could play fast and loose and take shots. Him leading the league in passing yards is not outlandish. And at plus 2,800. And Henry's coming back, too. He's not He's not going to be a 2,000-yard rusher again. Yeah, so they're going to need to eat, get more yards. Or know? regressing. Sorry, I didn't mean coming back. Regressing. 
Yeah, when you said coming back, I was like, what does he mean? And then I heard the context, and I was like, oh, he means regression to the mean. Got it. All right, All right Eric, so, g- give, us, give us a couple more. Um, receiving touchdowns. Devontae plus 500. Hill plus 980. Calvin Ridley plus 1,000. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Uh, Calvin Ridley plus 1,000. Kelsey plus 1,000. Metcalf plus 1,200. Dylan plus 1,200. I don't like any of those. Who, who do yeah, you like? I, he doesn't like any of those. Um, I like Calvin Ridley on that list. I don't like that passive aggressive eye roll you just fucking gave me. E. I'm That's just saying, what I don't like. Tell me, tell me a receiver. I'll tell you their odds. Well, because yeah. I'm thinking. You AJ Brown plus two thousand. Oh, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. I like. I like that. Did you say Stefan Diggs on that list? You did, right? Plus 1,600. Stephon Diggs is plus 1,600? He's behind Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans at plus 1,400. Mike Evans is a good fucking choice. Man. Oh. Man, there's so many good receivers. Like any of them. I know Tyreek's Hill, Tyreek Hill's mad about this not being mad in 99. I'm going to go I, ahead and I'm going to go take – I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. I haven't taken a flyer bet in a very long time. Can you tell me what Robbie Anderson is? Oh, you mean Robert Woods the <laughs> second? Dog, the most unsung wide receiver in the league. Oh, Damn, he didn't make the cut, man. So Robbie Anderson probably <laughs> plus 25,000 25, at this point. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, this will be my one Homer flyer pick of the show. Robbie Anderson teamed with his new quarterback in Matt rules offense. He'll lead the league in touchdown receptions. Here's the thing. They played with each other in the jets. A lot of people don't realize that Robbie Anderson and, and Sam Darnold play with each other in the jets. And Robbie Anderson was giddy to have Sam Darnold back. Cause he gushed about Sam Darnold in who Matt rules offense. I would say Joe Brady's. Joe right. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Brady. Matt Rule and Joe Brady's offense. Yeah. I mean, we can't disrespect Matt Rule like that. He is the head coach, but you know, you, if you know, you know. Yeah. All if right. you know, you know. All righty. Give us like two more. Uh, well, I want to do rushing touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Derrick Henry plus 450. Dalvin plus 500. Jonathan Taylor plus 700. Chubb plus 800. CMC plus 1,000. Kamaro plus 14. I'll give you Zeke plus 15 and Saquon plus 18. Do, do you dare take do you dare take receiving and rushing from Carolina, Nick, to lead the league in touchdowns? I don't like CMC at the goal line, though. Carolina has never been good at giving CMC the ball near the goal line. Okay. Like, inside the 10-yard line, they don't give the ball to CMC. They'll give the ball to someone. I thought... I like Nick Chubb plus 800. I I thought I you know what I said I don't take a lot of flyers. Can you tell me what Mike Davis is? Oh, dude, I like where your head's at, kid. Plus thirty three hundred. Uh, that dog's a, that my man Mike Davis is a bulldog. <laughs> Plus forty three hundred, bro. He's got a nose for the end zone. I'm gonna make my second flyer pick of the show. Mike Davis will lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Who does Atlanta have? What do you mean? Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley, Cal- Russ, Russell Gage. They just drafted Pitts. 
Got it. Calvin, yeah, all those three to get him down to the five and Mike Davis to run it in. <laughs> they have Hayden Hurst. Yeah, you can't keep Mike Davis out of the end zone from five uh, years. All right, we're going to do two more. Let's get uh, rushing yards and then MVP, uh, E. Um, rush, rushing yards, Derrick Henry plus 300, Dalvin plus 550, Chubb plus 650, Jonathan Taylor plus eight, uh, Christian McCaffrey plus 1,000, Saquon plus 1,200, Zeke plus 1,800. There's a lot of love for Jonathan Taylor this year. Yeah. I don't but like it's, it. It's crazy. Marlon Mack came back. Nahi Hines yeah. is still there. I don't like it. Carson Wentz is there, so they're going to be more confident about throwing the rock. Jacoby Brissett is there. No, Jacoby Brissett's in Miami. Oh, that's right. Um, Holy shit, I have 71 text messages right now. God damn. So, sorry, I got distracted. I'm gonna wow. I'm t- hey, everybody in podcast room three hundred three nation. Jermaine's popular. No, what's group chats, bro? That shit don't count. Uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, I'm taking Nick Chubb again. Yeah, I, I, I really, yeah, I, I'll agree with you there. I mean, I, I think, I think Henry is going to regress, and I think Nick Chubb is literally right behind him every year, and, and he'll, he'll. I, you know what? Can we? I, I will look for it later, or I'll look for it by myself and 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 put it on the next podcast. Nick Chubb to go over two thousand yards this year. I like that. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's like if it weren't for Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb would be adored. Yeah, just an uh, like a like a bell cow back. But because of Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb is just relegated to like bridesmaid status yeah he's not so it's like because derrick henry's come on late right so he's taking the crown dalvin cooks had a few years before that cmc before that kamara before that zeke saquon before that all of those were before derrick henry so they all get put into this category but nick chubb the last three or four years has just been monstrous and i feel like i might not be four years i don't know if he's been in the league that long but he's been monstrous every year and he doesn't get like the critical claim. He's not one of those household names. Nick Chubb's a fucking stud. Yeah, I agree. Stud. We talked about him last year on the 100, top 100. Yeah, I mean, I I love Nick Chubb. I think he's an absolute stud and I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt. All right, let's get the MVP odds, Eric. All right. So it's Patrick Mahomes plus 500, Aaron Rodgers plus 800, Josh Allen plus 1000. Brady plus 12, Dak Prescott plus 14, Kyler Murray plus 14, Russell Wilson plus 14, Lamar Jackson plus 16. It's basically just a bunch of quarterbacks until you get to Derrick Henry at plus 3,300. Mm, God damn. Deshaun yeah, I mean, at plus 3,500. It's a quarterback every time. Um, uh, so Jermaine, let, let me do this. Give me your, give me your MVP because it's going to be a quarterback. And then give me your closest non-QB. Non-QB this year? Non-QB this year. So give uh, me your MVP first, and then give me your non-QB. I think Tom Brady, after a year under the Arians offense, everyone's gelled. They've added more talent. I think Tom Brady wins the MVP this year. They, like, certainly, have, they certainly haven't fucking lost any talent. <laughs> yeah, at 43 years old, he wins the MVP, or however old he is. He wins it at 44 Whatever his fucking age is. And then I honestly think Devontae Adams. Um, I think Devontae Adams wins MVP. Plus 10. Well, 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 
Devontae Adams will not win MVP. Let me correct that. But he'll be the closest to winning MVP of the non-quarterbacks. He is my uh, position player other than quarterback for MVP. Yes. Man. Can I take my third flyer of the show? I mean, no one's What's stopping What's Jimmy Garoppolo's MVP odds? Oh, my God. Plus 8,000. Oh, my God. You are not taking this bet. Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 8,000 is a, is, a, is, a, is a lot of odds. He's never thrown over 25 touchdowns in a season. Oh man, I'm just I'm trying to go through I, the first name that popped into my head, and I know I I know the entire show is going to make me sound like a hypocrite. Tannehill. No, I don't think Tannehill. If if the Browns have the year they have, and I want them to have the year that you say they have, Jermaine Baker Mayfield for MVP. That's what is Baker's odds? That is big time. Plus, Plus what? Plus 4,200. 2,200. 22. Oh, wow. It's not that outlandish. So I'd say, I'd say, you know, you have spent this entire podcast convincing me the Browns are going to do well. I will take I, Tom, Tom Brady, you know, just, just to bring content into the podcast. I, Tom Brady is a great quarterback. I think I agree with everything you said. But Baker, I mean, this is this, is this going to be Baker Mayfield's? Shining, shining year, his 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 snatch a snatch a star out of the sky year. Maybe my favorite non QB man. I would love to see CMC, but it's but it's I don't know if he's gonna have that. Keep froze, too, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I think he froze when I did it, too. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's so froze. Oh, he's moving it's, now. <laughs> it's a good name change. <laughs> All right, dude. Sorry, you're not MVP. Who's your non MVP? I said it was. I said it might have been. It might have been CMC, but you didn't seem confident, though. No, I don't seem confident. You know, yeah. uh, Travis Kelsey is <laughs> a good one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I don't really ha- like. Maybe like I asked you that question, <laughs> and I don't really like. <laughs> you don't. Have I don't really have a good one. I like a quarterback's going to win. Chase Young. Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh, I like that. We were eyeing him last year until he got hurt. J.J. Watt, uh, Defensive Player of the Year? <laughs> yeah. J.J. Watt to start over six games this year? <laughs> uh, oh, here's an interesting prop. Larry Fitzgerald to play this year. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what that is, over under, but... His recent his recent comment makes it seem like he's not though. Yeah, but you know everybody says that. Uh, yeah, when you're competing at that high level, I think it's pretty impossible to walk away. 
I just he didn't retire, so the door is open. Yeah, that's a that'd be a fun little bet. <laughs> Did you really take Jimmy Garoppolo to win the MVP? You know what? Fuck it. I'll take him. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo wins MVP. My oh third my flyer God. of the show. So um, we actually had a bet on the pre-show that we'll bring you in on now. Nick is upset about all the slander of Jimmy Garoppolo, which was only brought on by his team trading two first-round picks, future first-round picks, and this year's first-round pick for the number three overall, and drafting his replacement. Yes, the quarterback of the future. It's the quarterback of the now. So, Nick is upset. We have a bet for a pair of socks. He gets Carolina (laughs) Panther socks. I get New Orleans Saints socks. Which would hurt more than anything, me going out and buying New Orleans Saints socks. (laughs) He says, I said, Trey Vance, which is actually Trey Lance, but Nick cannot get it right to save his life. Trey Vance Jr. So Trey Lance (laughs) starts more games than Jimmy Garoppolo this year. And Nick says, Jimmy Garoppolo starts more games than Trey Lance this year. So stay tuned. We'll have to write that down and we'll we'll get. I'll buy you you home and away socks if Trey Lance starts a regular season game this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Yeah, I'm not buying you shit if he doesn't, but I'll take that bet. <laughs> well, no, our bet still stands about socks. Yeah, I know. If if he starts more than Jimmy Garoppolo, then we then I buy you socks. Or okay. you buy me socks, yeah. But the other bet I'll take as well. Okay. If he starts one game... With fucking Mr. Glass. <laughs> With Mr. Glass over there. There you go. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, that brings this podcast to its conclusion. Shout out Intern E for carrying the show and keeping us on target online and pre- presenting the odds and what teams defense players played for. Uh, shout out Nick for finally taking a a fucking jump in betting instead of just going with the odds on who rarely actually wins and uh, shout out you guys for tuning in every week and listening to us ramble about our stupidity. Um, That's it for me. You got anything for them, Nick? No guys. Uh, Remember uh, on the socials at podcast room, 303 Instagram and Twitter. And we appreciate your support to the show. That's really all I got. How about you, E? You got anything? Oh, he wow. doesn't he want to say anything. He's he getting he's shy. Say, can't even say words to that. close out the show. All right, Mexican Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's right. As Nick says, follow us on our pod, our pod at Podcast Room 303, Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>